You are now tuned in to Music, Men, and My Mental with your host, C. Devone, attacking all things career, relationship, and your overall health. Let's get to it. Let's start the show. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Music, Men, and My Mental. I am C. Devone, and I am so happy that you are listening to the sound of my voice. That means that you tuned in. That means that you are intentional about your career, relationships, and overall health, or you just are sick of me saying, can you tune into my podcast? So I appreciate you. I have a great guest. Her name is Danielle Young. You are in for such a treat. Um, Just bear with us as we did have a lot of audio issues because I have to, you know, play a little roulette when it comes to what works with remote podcasting as I love having people next to me where I can fix every glitch but sometimes you learn out the hard way and I learned that this is not going to be the best way that I ever record a podcast however you can still hear us just bear with me um but before we go into that I did want to just one say happy Cinco de Mayo because how amazing is that we can eat tacos and have some tequila on this day or this week or every day of our lives. Um, but I also just want to really, really touch real quick on the heightened uh, impact of Corona on our mental health as as much as our physical health. Um, I have been talking greatly about my anxiety and also insomnia at the moment. Um And I just wanted us to really, really, and I did this myself, I broke it down into productivity, um, health, and uh, stress. And I wrote down each topic. So if you're listening to me, you can stop, pause, and then get a pen and paper because writing things down gives life to some of the words that we are writing. And I did a little chart and I started out with productivity. One thing that makes me more productive, I realized that going for a walk before I start working has been really nice, especially now that the weather is breaking. So it kind of gets me in this like, okay, opposed to rolling out the bed, uh, you know, and just hopping on my computer or, you know, taking a shower, getting it, you know, on the computer. Um, I found that. Um, I collect my thoughts and I feel more ready to take on the world. Um, So find out what makes you more productive. Maybe it's, you know, it it used to be, which I realized it was walking to get a cup of coffee. Um, And now that my coffee shop has closed, but it's reopening. So, hey. Um, So that's one thing for me. Um, For health nutrition, listen, as we all know that there is no flour on the shelves of the supermarkets it's because we are finding comfort in the carbs you know i even made biscuits the other day and let me tell you i felt magnificent after um but right now i'm giving myself the grace of one week to definitely take out something i know that um would just one make me feel better but also just not as healthy whether it's dairy or it's you know it's either the butter, the milk, or the bread. I don't know. I'm being, you know, I'm having a lot of grace with myself, but I'm going to start limiting limiting it because I think that that's important. Life is about balance, so you must limit. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because um, I am definitely going to go um, take a little 30 days for to detox and, you know, go back to maybe doing some vegan um, eating But once I am mentally ready for it, so soon it may just start with, you know, maybe having less chicken right now, but I'm definitely making a conscious decision. I may have really fun with my taco Tuesday, and then I'm going to really just make um, a better commitment to myself to be healthier because I know that the sun is about to shine and we are about to be really in a different time. It's going to be a new norm, but we're going to be able to go outside and we're going to be so appreciative of those moments and why not feel healthier, right? And the other thing was the stressors. Identify what really stresses you and what 
makes you just not as stressed whether it's going to my roof and just looking at the sunset or whether it's that walk that I need to be more productive maybe you have a two-for-one special write it down and figure it out whether it's cutting back on the TV um, just speaking to someone who really just calms you maybe they have a calming voice like you know <laughs> me I don't know but just do do yourself a favor for that. I know I haven't been talking about doing the homework, but um, as it is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, you know, I want us to really, really just take care of our mental health. And um, they, they all are. It's a domino effect. So there's some things that are really linked to insomnia outside of just this coronavirus. It's foods. We're intaking things that are they have a really strong impact on the way we our skin looks the way that we move so just be thoughtful about that right now as things are about to open up or whether you maybe are in a state or place that is open um take care of yourself inside and out i hope you guys um enjoy the interview and like i said thank you so much for tuning in and now for Danielle Young, the over explainer, the judge of characters, the, I mean, I think she's everyone's best friend in their head. I'm pretty sure people probably come up to you. They're like, you're my best friend. And, um, we'll go into all her background. Um, as you guys know, we're still in the quarantine and I just think she is such a great guest to have on this show. She just embodies career relationships and health, um, she has so much to to give to the world. She's doing so well, but still has, I don't know, a hundred times more that for people to see. Uh, introducing Danielle Young. That's my open voice, Young. <laughs> this crowd is so crazy, girl. It's so crazy in here. <laughs> too funny, too funny. So yeah, tell people about you, yourself. Listen, what is it that you just haven't, that you haven't said? Like, well, you work for like every major <laughs> profound black company. Not only are you a great writer, you're also an amazing host and personality. Um, comedy, you are so funny. You naturally are so funny. And, um, yeah, that that that's that's just a little bit about you. So that's that's the yeah. good things. Yes, those. I mean, those are those are basically it. I'm I'm now a free agent. I've worked through the, all the black companies, media companies that you could think of. <laughs> it's like if you think of one, I've worked there before. Oh, um, absolutely. The Root, BET, uh, Interactive One, which is pretty much you know Radio One, TV One, Interactive One is the digital side. Um, and all of those places have led me to here to finally do it for myself. Um, I love working for a company. I loved the stability um, until I did it. You know, mm -hmm. you, you spend a lot of time contributing to someone else's bottom line. And especially as a creative, and you're reminded, wait, I have things that I really want to, you know, focus mm -hmm. on or I have stories I really want to tell. And, you know, sometimes it's a, you're able to do it at the same time of having a day job. And then sometimes it's much easier to not have that day job and to have the freedom. But not everybody has that luxury. But um, I've always been rewarded for jumping. And I've jumped a mm. lot of times. <laughs> you better hold on to that bar. I've always been rewarded for jumping. I like that. Yeah. And my mom even said that to me when I was, you know, dealing with being uh, pretty much unemployed and betting on myself at a time like this with this corona and everything so crazy. But even, you know, in the midst of all of that, and she said, you know, I've never, I've never seen you go for something and not get it. Hey. And I was like, you're right, girl. You're right. Because my mom has seen me leave North Carolina, move to New York. Um, you know, driving my own <laughs> budget truck um, up here by myself to make it. Um, and I haven't been, well, I've been home to go home for, you know, holidays and to visit home, but 
I haven't been home, like, quit New York or quit, you know, this this dream yet. I mean, I won't, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I'm just looking for now new ways of, of what is what is it? Not new ways of finding the dream, because that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm looking for new ways of seeing the dream, because the dream mm. changes. Um, it's always been my dream to work at Essence. It's always been my dream to be Khadijah from Living Single. So, you know, I've done the the places. You, know, you are definitely like because she was the likable character. She got along with everyone. No one really had beef with her, right? Yeah, her and she kept the joint. Late. <laughs> her, her hair is still always late. Her hair was you know, always late. Yes, and she kept the joint on the side for real, for real. She kept the <laughs> like cutie patootie. <laughs> she kept scooter. scooter. Scooter was the one. I got away though. Got away. Got away. I was sad about that. But yeah, oh, I've no. always wanted to be that. Like, mm-hmm. so to be able to come here and to make Brooklyn a home, I still look up at that and I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. I used to watch Living Single and be like, I would just really love to live in Brooklyn with my friends and have a living as a journalist and just be loving and living and having a great time. Um, and that is literally my life. Well, mm-hmm. BC before Corona. BC before Corona. Um, and speaking of Corona, it's like you've worked for so many black companies. Like when I think of people who love black people, a person who loves black people, I think of you, you are a person who, really, really uplifts the community. Like you love black women, you stand for us. And like, just knowing that it is affecting us and the impact that it has on us right now. Like, what are your feelings like just going through these emotions of like, dang, like, okay, so ready to deal with Corona, but now we got to deal with like black people getting hit the hardest, of course, you know? Yeah, but that's always like, it's just, I don't want to even treat it like it's oh, like flippant or anything, but that is just such always a part of our narrative because of racism, you know, and it mm-hmm. just, it sucks. But I'm glad that, like, we're getting a bigger spotlight on just how much it has, racism affects everything. Um, and it, it, it really does suck. And I'm, I'm but... It just, this virus is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the times when I'm trying to, like, approach how I feel about it, I'm not even sure what to say because I've never really, I've never experienced anything like this. Most of us haven't, um, obviously. Like, it's how many years has it been since the last, like, pandemic like this i think in the 1920s right i mean or just something similar where we just feel like we you know can't work or get somewhere never seen the oh, world this... on pause yeah like, not I mean, the whole world through mm-hmm. when we were afraid of anthrax and when we were afraid of um ebola at one point um all the flus the swine flu the bird flu <laughs> so, like i, I said been, all the flu i remember these things Mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. this, I've never experienced where we've all worldwide have been shut down. So I don't know. And I think a lot of us still don't really know how to process it. Because right. it's, so, it's like, I used to, uh, a friend of mine, Retro Soul, uh, she, when we were in high school, she used to get so overwhelmed and have panic attacks around thinking about the world and how big the universe is and how small she is. And I never understood that, you know, especially because we were like 15, 16 years old. I didn't understand that. But after like living a little bit, seeing the world, um, and then one day like being on literally on a cruise and just like seeing the water and the sky, I was just like, I get it. This is, that's how this feels. Like, it is mm-hmm. so huge, and we are so small and so fragile that something like this could literally 
knock everything off its axis. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you turn, like the virus has some sort of effect on it. I saw a man today, and I'm sure this has hit your feed, a black doctor who was literally out here being a superhero, testing homeless people. Um, because think about it. These are people who have have to access public spaces because that's where they live. And if you're living in a city like this, where you're also accessing public spaces because you have to get to work and you're still using the bus and you're still sitting on a bench, you're still touching the, the subway pole or whatever, these homeless people are doing that all that too, not knowing whether or not they have coronavirus. So this man was literally mm-hmm. a doctor out here testing homeless people because our system is so broken that we don't even, it's not that we don't care. Well, some some parts of the system don't care, but we have no access to even help these people unless, as you're a medical professional and you're spending your own money mm-hmm. on supplies, you mm-hmm. do these things for these people. But that's just counting on somebody to be superhuman, honestly. Mm. In a time like mm-hmm. this, to be so thoughtful, to be so forward-thinking, to because our country has gotten us into a place that we don't even have the capacity. America, mm. we don't have the capacity to deal with this virus. That's mm. what's not being said, because you can't say right. that on the news and mm-hmm. freak out the entire world. Oh, I mean, the or he will definitely try to, like, kill you. <laughs> yeah, he's fumbling and stumbling and things are happening, but this thing is out of control and it is out of our hands completely. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, why I think, no. like, back to your original question, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around that because I'm I'm just so overwhelmed by how mm-hmm. much is actually mm-hmm. happening in this world. Yeah. And, how, and it's been forward thinking to be like, the world is not ever going to be the same. Like, I think about how many, like, as trivial as it sounds, how many, like, kisses on the cheek I get on a red carpet, how many hugs of my heroes that I've been able to have, and, like, that may not happen anymore, you know, at least for a while, because it's going to take, it's like, even going out to the store, like, we laugh and joke about it, but it's a freaking adventure, like, (laughs) it's so much work. And then when you're out there and you so happen to, like, nearly bump into someone or turn a corner and you and them both freeze, which has happened to me. Like, this guy was coming around the corner. I'm coming around the corner at a grocery store. And it's Trader Joe's where they're, like, practicing social distance. They're being responsible. Like, they're letting one person come out the store, one person go in the store. Even in line, you're waiting six feet apart. So we come around the corner and him and I both, we froze. Like, humans are afraid of each other. But then again, I went out today just to, you know, get some air because I had my mask on, which I can't, like, it'd be making me freak out sometimes, the breathing mm-hmm. into the mask. But my neighborhood, I live in Flatbush, Brooklyn. People are waiting for the bus in clusters. People are in the store. They're in the bodega. They got their mask on, but they're all close together. I don't know how that is going to affect the larger picture, but I know that just these little microcosms that I'm experiencing have some effect on this thing, whether or not it's going to keep us in here longer. Like, so it's just so, it literally is so overwhelming every day. So I'm just like, I want to understand what's going on. I want to be aware, but I can't dwell because then I go off mm-hmm. into this whole world of like, what yeah. world can I do? So it's I it's like a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. And I would much rather stay in joy. And that's not like irresponsibly saying that I'm ignoring what's happening. I think that it's just allowing me to deal with it in a way that I can <laughs> because I don't I don't want to experience the other side of it myself. So as long as I can be safe in the space that I'm in, I'm going to continue to like live in joy and do the work that makes me happy, do the things that make me happy. That brings you some type of ability. And then I'm gonna also pour that into people. And you and this is what you and this is what you actually are doing right now. And this is like what I was gonna say, and it's so funny because 
I, you know, just stalk your feed naturally because I'm a fan and a friend and I'm just looking, I'm like, she's putting out so much content and I'm so proud of her because it's authentic and people relate to you. You're not trying to be anything. I've seen people and I'm like, man, what is she trying to do? Or she's trying to do something that's not even like really like her style or his style. And you do stuff that's so natural to you. And every time you go on your feed, it's just something that just uplifts your spirit. So it's just, you know, it's interesting to know that, you know, internally you're dealing with this and we're, we're all dealing with this, but you're still putting out stuff where you like are uplifting other people. You've got all these celebrities that you're doing IG lives with. And I love the, the name, like, what is it? Um, was it quick? Real quick. Like, like, coming for a second real quick. Because I love how you say things and then it just becomes like, you know, the over explain the judge of characters real quick. Cause you'd be like real quick, let me just talk to you. And you know, it's never real quick, but also like you got some real questions. Cause if you say that to your boyfriend real quick, let me talk to you. They like, Oh shit, what's going down? I'm scared, but you have the most authentic. Yeah. You have the most authentic conversations with people and especially like, I love, I think I have literally counted the amount of times that everyone has said, good question. You are a very thoughtful journalist and it's not enough of those people out there, but also like you can verbalize it as well, which is a whole nother skill. Um, so like kudos to you on that because you are just, you're, you're giving people just something to look forward to and even getting these amazing interviews because you, you've done this, you've, you've done every red carpet there is and you know, it, it, it makes perfect sense. Um, so yeah, what, what made you decide just to start putting out like more content? Um, because that's what I was going to do anyway, cause that's who I am. Okay. <laughs> you know that means. Okay. I love that means. Yeah. So that lady's on the porch and her legs are crossed and you see her from behind. That's why I was going to do that anyway because that's just who I am. <laughs> um, well, yes, it's just who I am. I, you know, left Essence to bet on myself. I did not know there was going to be a pandemic. Um, <laughs> and so I had several things lined up, um, but I also had space. Um, an opportunity to explore, to build. So I was going to be doing all of that anyway. Yeah, which is very scary. And I mean, you're touching on it, but um, there's someone who's listening who's, you know, I, I was listening to another podcast and they were like, you know, I wasn't working before the pandemic or, for instance, you know, I juggle a couple of different jobs and careers. And it's like, if I wasn't making enough here, I needed to rely on this money to just cover my expenses. We're not even thinking, we're just thinking about if someone had a job during the pandemic or like beforehand, we're not thinking about even people who were struggling before that, you know? So <laughs> it's, it's, it's real, but I love the fact that you're creating this funny content you're uplifting people you're getting celebrities on and, and picking their brains and it's just it's really really you know refreshing to see that and also knowing that you're going through your own stuff but yet you're like you know what? i'm just gonna pour into people you know it's just what i do just what well, i why do not man because like for one there's only so many netflix and so many books on your shelf you can dust off and so many times you can pretend to write in your journal and so many times that you can burn some new banana bread recipe or whatever because we are <laughs> locked up in here. It is it is every day, all day for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. So why mm -hmm. not just jump in there and offer people some content? I like making videos. I like doing commentary. Um, and one of the things that are, that I like doing um, as a comedian, and it's what all comedians do, it's what makes stuff funny in the first place, is that it's relatable. Um, mm -hmm. people like stuff that they also know. Like, mm -hmm. I obviously know that. Like, I feel that way. That's how comedy works. Ah, mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you laugh because you you're like, I've been there. I know that uncle. I know that guy. I can. I see it. I've been there. Um, so I feel like that's something that I use with my commentary. And so I'm quarantined alone, and I'm sure other people are. And I was like, you know, 
I was sitting here thinking, like, I miss doing my commentary. I don't, you know, I don't have that anymore as a part of Essence. But it doesn't mean, like, I've stopped doing it. And I'm here to, like, experiment and try things. So I was just like, huh, let me see if I can just make a quick little funny, like, back-to-back, like, a clip commentary video. And you see a lot of those Mm -hmm. on social media comedians doing it, Mm -hmm. Um, just, you know, different skits or whatever. And so I was like, okay, let me just see what I can come up with. And I was like, a week of social distancing, I don't know what actually is going on. Like, Trump ain't really clear. You know, at that point, that first week, we were all Mm kind of like, are we inside? Are we outside? And so I made a lot of those little jokes. And Mm -hmm. I started, you know, editing it together because I also edit my own stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You better, you better dust your shoulder off. Okay. <laughs> which I think helps with the overall idea of storytelling and producing content. Like, I just, because I have that, like, eye of what I want and then I know how to cut it, it just makes things a lot easier. It makes more work for me, but I feel like oh, yeah. it's a lot easier <laughs> to get the actual story that I want without having to go back and forth and this and that. Like, oh. Um, but I, I just started clipping it together and I was like, oh, this is funny. And so, and that, and that's what people should do during this time frame is like, you know, just you, you, what I think is so unique and special that we need to really dive into is like, you've probably already got an idea in your head. You probably already have a skill, but just now, like even for myself, um, doing, you know, this podcast remotely has put, I don't know, 10 hours more of work with audio that I have to deal with, and, you know, from, you know, if, if the internet is great or the other person's or my, am I ready? Or there's someone in the background, someone's playing the guitar and saxophone upstairs. It's hard, but I think it's stuff that you're going to in the future, the bigger that you get on red carpets, the bigger that this podcast becomes, I'm going to probably already know like, oh, well, this is the easiest way to record remotely, you know? So it's going to be, I think there's a lot of lessons during this time frame, but uh, something I want to just cut to because I love you. We're about career and relationships, relationship goals. I know you said that um, this is a re-put on your Instagram. It's a revamp of something that you already have done but what is relationship goals that's going to be on www.madamnoir.com? What is that? You put the www's in there. Yes, I put the www because everyone was saying, okay, so Instagram is like, no, it's on a very known publication. www.madamnoir.com. Yeah, back in, it's so funny because, um, I back in like 2015ish area, I um, was working at another black woman website, Hello Beautiful, and I kind of left in the same way that I left with Essence. Um, and then I was like, Whoa, where, what, where am I? What's happening? <laughs> Who did I think I was? Um, <laughs> especially back then, it was very much the start of my career. Um, but it was time to move on, and um. I just leaned on people that I met in the industry. And uh, one of those people was uh, one of the editors at Madame Noir. And she was like, oh, are you kidding me? I love your work. I would love to have you work with me. And so mm-hmm. I pitched uh, the idea of doing this dating column. Because, you know, I live in New York City. I'm 20-something years old. I was like, I got some stories, girl. People won't even believe. And then I was even digging back to stories from my uh, early, you know, like when I first moved to New York at 21, I dug back mm-hmm. from there. Um, and I just started writing about my, my dating uh, goals. Like essentially it was hashtag relationship goals. And I wanted it to reflect mm-hmm. on me having the goal of wanting to be in a successful, healthy relationship. Um, and so it was me teaching myself lessons by recounting this, these, like, stories, these, like, dates and people I've been with, people I've um, gone on either a date, some dates, relationship with, but in some various form of being with them. Um, and so it came every week. Some of them were uh, multiple parts, trilogies, even more than trilogies, couple parts, depending on how dramatic and how long the situation was. 
Um, and so it kept people coming back every week, and it did really well um, to the point where I was, like, getting, like, um, increases. And Madeline Hart was like, hey, girl, we're going to throw some more coins your way. Like, you're really bringing the traffic. And so it was really well done. But then I started working other places, and then I got another job. Um, and so I couldn't really do it all anymore until it kind of folded. Um, and so fast forward to now, I was like, you know, here I am out with it, without a job. So there's pandemic. I need to work sooner than I thought. Um, <laughs> and so I hit up the same editor. Um, and by this time, she had gone, like, she pretty much leaves, editorially leaves Madame Noir now. Um, and she told me, uh, yes, I will take you back, <laughs> like, whatever it takes. Um, and she was like, what do you want to do? Do you want to redo the column, like, this and that? And I was like, yes. There's been a lot of dating since then, a lot of untold stories. Um, and plus, I wanted to add in adult friendships, relationships with our parents, relationships with our bosses our coworkers, our frenemies, um, all those things. Uh, all relationships can get it. So this this new revamp, this 2.0 relationship goals focuses on each and, each and every last relationship in your life. Runs the gamut. And 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 you 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 did the segue. Like that's it, this is what this show is about. Um, when I say uh, music and my mental. Um, it started out as a book, and it was basically I broke it down into what my career, my relationships, what my goals, uh, my career relationships and health was. But when I say relationships, I mean, like, how do you talk to your mother? How do you talk to your sister? How do you talk to your friends? Do you always have new friends? Do you have a small circle of friends? Does it make anything good or bad? It's just an analysis to understand, like, what's going on in your life. So maybe when you have a problem with people or you're like, you know what? No one ever gets me. Maybe you're confrontational. Maybe you just don't know how to talk to people or get your point across, you know, like this, that's the real work. And that's why I like the fact that you are talking about relationships in total, because I had, um, the last um, episodes was about what about your friends? And it's like during this quarantine, I feel that people are becoming either better, better friends or like technically like sometimes you just don't want to even answer the phone because it's exhausting. And um, just like, how does that look like? How does that feel like? Or is it like, you know what? Monday is friend day. And then Tuesday you take the time to just like go into yourself what does that balance look like for you? Um, so I love the fact that you're going to revamp one, making your own lane, recreating it, something that's already existing and making it better, which I think is like the prototype of you in, in general. Like, okay, I've done this, but now I'm going to go here and make it better and keep going and building it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this relationship goes because we've shared some crazy stories. I've definitely, you know, We've had some uh, dinner dates, and we've been like, girl. <laughs> we had some friendships. Be like, this, this. Like, now, the people be like, oh, there's no way this is real. And also because, like, it's weekly. Like, sometimes when the stories wouldn't be, like, you know, trilogy, like, to be continued, it would be like, this story happened, and then next week, another one. People, There's no way that this happened. I'm like, this story was from when I was 22. Next week, this might have been something I was dealing with last week. Like it's just, I have it's plenty a of stories for you. So and that's, there's that's many how. of them, but yes, they are true. I mean, I fictionalize certain parts or whatever to kind of protect the not so innocent. But mm-hmm. for the most part, these are real situations that these men just oh, really? <laughs> People be like, nah, that ain't girl. She lying. No, it didn't happen. Do you think I'm from your own personal story? Are they your own personal story? Or, like, is it just other people? (laughs) Yes, they are are personal. Anytime that, you know, I'm writing about something like that, I don't want to, like, pull too much from someone else's stuff. Um, especially because I feel like that I'm as a writer, like I'm in the media, I'm a personality. People know kind of who my media friends are. They're maybe not know like who my friends, friends, friends are, but I still feel like that's just a little too close to home to be. Right, 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 right. Because even now I'm still kind of debating 
how I'm going to approach a lot of the friends conversations because I don't want people uh, in my inbox mm-hmm. like, really, girl? Girl, you just going to, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And change her name to this but, and think people ain't going to figure it out. Right. G- give me one the one story that, like, you don't have to go through it deeply, but give me that one story that you're like, if y'all know about this, y'all just wouldn't believe me. Because, I mean, that's how this began. I just had depressive spiral and bad shit happened to me. And I just, and everyone kept saying, you should write a book because you have the most crazy things happen to you, which is what you said. You nailed it on the head. It's like so many people have so many stories that just seem so unbelievable, but it's life. And the thing is that you live and you grow and you go through it and then you try to become better after it. And it's great that you're going to be able to talk about this, but What's that one story that you're like, y'all, y'all just never going to believe me? I mean, it's going to sound like a plug, shameless plug, but it is a part of the the one that I started the the 2.0 column with. Um, we This Friday is going to be the second week, so we're going to be on part two of this crazy situation with this ex of mine named Andrew, quote unquote, that's not his real name. Um, but without, I mean, without giving too, too much away, there is a fake their own death situation, question mark, exclamation mark, upside down, smiley situation that happens. Um, (laughs) The crazy thing is I remember this story, so I can vouch that it was real. Um, it is very much oh, like when you hear God. it, it sounds like Tyler Perry presents. But <laughs> Israel, and um, that is definitely coming. Yeah. Yeah, so we need to tune into that or, well, read into it. And then hopefully what would be great is you can have some reenactments of this one day. That would be super fun to, like, have the visuals of it. But with your voiceover would be amazing like if you hire different actresses give some black people some jobs out here but it's your stories and you just do the actual commentary and the voice just saying all i want to do is just come to the shooting like a cartoon oh yeah yeah Yeah. like a very simple but like an adult cartoon voiceover Mm -hmm. look at you yeah you know i love doing doing that so somebody takes that Hey, hey, you know, I, I, this is my, my, like, this is one of my passions. I love to pour into people. I love to see their gifts. And it goes, my, my next question is like, um, I saw you on live today and you were talking to Cynthia and I just cannot pronounce her last name to save my life. It's Cynthia of, what is Arivo. Arivo. It's like something yeah. with V's in my life. La- I have a V in my last name, but Cynthia Arivo, who is actually, she's, on ASCAP, shout out to, you know, where I work. And um, she's so talented. She's so dope. Oh, my gosh. Her voice can just, like, heal corona sometimes. I'm like, girl, just sing on us real quick so we can get through this. And then you're going to act. And then you're going to be beautiful. And then you're just going to be amazing. Just an amazing soul. And you guys were talking about your gifts today. And she was just saying, like, how she really knew, like, singing was a gift. And how, like, your gifts keep giving back to you and that's how you know like once you give it people either want more or just you just have to keep doing more of it and um i just wanted to know like yes what do you think your gift is (laughs) Uh, my gift is bringing joy and storytelling um yeah those two and a lot of the times they, they're together they come as a package mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. I mean, those are, that's my gift what is your greatest accomplishments during these things that you do because you are a storyteller you are a person who you know gives visual stories writes stories um uplifts people what what is your like biggest accomplishment accomplishment that you would say the one thing that you're most proud of as far as in your career at this moment? 
Uh, the one thing I'm most proud of is uh, me actually betting on myself and doing it. Um, I've been told for so long, you know, you're bigger than these spaces that you keep putting yourself in. And I love to hear that. That makes me feel amazing. But I also, you know, really love these spaces that I was working in. I love the root. I love Essence. Um, and I love being able to be a part of those entities. But there is something really, really dope about betting on yourself and actually rolling the dice, mm-hmm. like taking mm-hmm. that leap and jumping. And, I mean, I've done some amazing things in my career so far, and I'm so grateful, like the various Oprah moments um, to the point now where Oprah literally follows me on Twitter crazy. It's only like 300 of us. I go back and check every so often to make sure she is still there. Um, She is. But there's, you know, those moments are awesome, but it's just, it is really something so special about the way I feel now and and walking in my purpose. Like you would think, you know, circumstance-wise, no job, pandemic, that I would just be, like, in here just gnashing at the teeth. That's a biblical term for those of you who <laughs> don't know where that came from. Um, but, yeah, I feel – I don't feel like that. I feel very light. I feel very, like, what's what's next? And it's, like, I should feel scared. But it's I feel great knowing that I've made the leap and it's something that's really um, – it's proven to be a really awesome choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I love that. So as far as how you are staying sane right now, <laughs> which I feel like is this is such a loaded question, like, because it's like nobody's sane right now. Like how, what, what advice are you giving to people? Like just to like, for your personal sanity, is it is it creating is what ke- is keeping you sane right now? That's yeah, that's definitely one of the things creating because I am a worker bee and I like making content. I'm addicted to content. Content is ever ever happening to me, which is why I've, you know I've been able to like do really really well with the comedic commentary around quarantine and social distancing. And my last one that I just dropped last week uh, was practicing for when we go outside, when outside opens up. Like, that for me, um, it brings me joy to create it. It brings me joy to deliver it and to watch how people react to it and share it and have fun and interact with it. So, like, that joy is tenfold. Like, it starts from the moment I think of the, the jokes or the moment I think of the concept. And it keeps going through me sharing it with y'all and watching y'all share it and love it. So I I love living in that joy, living in that gratitude. Um, and it's very helpful because my anxiety is awful, child. Um, Ooh, don't talk, to, to tell somebody. I I don't even know the last time I've had a full night's sleep. On top of, I'm definitely like having a glass of wine just for leisure every day. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. I mean, check yourself so that, like, you're making sure that it doesn't become too, Mm -hmm. too much of a crutch. But at this point, I feel like rules are off. (laughs) Oh, oh, definitely. I'm I'm normally so healthy. And I'm like, F that. Cheese on everything. What? (laughs) Do what works for you. But, like, also know that if your body hasn't been processed in dairy and you're trying to eat cheese, during quarantine, yeah, it's not no, you're right. Be a, a mess. So oh, I yeah. do what you I do. That's 100. Like, it's, it's, it's actually just happening. <laughs> just because you at home don't mean you want to be on the toilet all day. So <laughs> you exactly. got you got to do what you got to do for your own sanity, but also you know make sure you're doing it responsibly. But content, yes, biggest one, but also avoidance for me, um, avoiding mm-hmm. the news, avoiding actual like watching on television news no i have not done that and i won't i'll get what i need from the internet i'll check in Mm -hmm. cnn 
make sure that I'm still living in the epicenter of the virus. Check. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure we're not <laughs> we're not being evacuated. Okay, we're good. All right. And right, we're okay. good. Everyone's fine. Sisters, y'all all right? Brothers, <laughs> just making sure I'm up to date, but I'm not consuming it. It's not an all-day feed on my TV or my on my phone screen or my laptop. Yeah, avoid the news. I, I don't. I don't want to be a part of that. It gives me a lot of anxiety. Um, and mm-hmm. as we now know, anxiety is the name of the game with this thing. And mm-hmm. I'd rather not engage. Oh, you nailed it for that. Like, cause I've I've been speaking about it, and I didn't really understand it because there are people who get like you know bad attacks. But I know, like, I just can't sleep. I have so many just all types of nightmares and. Um, it's, it's really, really, really hard. And the news definitely does that on top of just like, you know, when you're, and I hate, and this is the superficial side. It's like, you're accustomed to like living in your apartment. And then you got to think about A, B, C, D, elemental P of like, what if, what if I can't afford this? What if I can't eat? It seems like really small things of what if I get sick and I don't have health insurance? What is so many things, um, that you have to, to deal with. But something that you guys said on the live today was like the fear like moves you like, like, like the fear is going to be something that you really just like, you have to use it and it's, or it's going to like move you away from your purpose. You know, you have to concentrate on like the good and your purpose here because fear is going to like, you know, it's going to disable everything. Corona and fear and anxiety, those are the names of the games right now. And this is the opportunity for us to reset and refocus. And um, I'm just happy that you are doing that and you're taking advantage of that. Like nothing's perfect, you know. There's moments where like I tell everyone, I'm like, just cry. Go ahead and cry today. But tomorrow, 9 o'clock, let's go for a run, you know. Let's, yeah, you, you know. You can't just sit in it the entire time. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you can mourn and you can have those feelings, but you can't sit in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't sit in it and find a column to read, find a podcast to go to, you know, you know, there's things to do. Um, but yeah, I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you and all the content that you give and create. And now you're a free agent. I think you're going to be even scarier to mess with now like I told you many years ago I'm like girl you need your own show you need this and you are you're you're building that for yourself and when people just love you they just love what you bring when you enter a room um so just remember that if you didn't hear that today you heard it from me <laughs> I'm, getting it. I'm getting it from you right now yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything else that you're working on that you wanted to let us know about? I mean, what am I not working on, honey? I'm just out here in these streets real quick and doing very, very well. I've been getting pitched. And I mean getting pitched people that I would definitely love to interview. I'm like, what? You're pitching me? But that is, that's a part of it. You build it and they'll, they'll come and they are coming. Um, I am booked for this month for real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, next week on real quick, we're going to have uh, my author friend, Michael Arsenault. He's a brilliant writer. Um, he just wrote his second book. I don't want to die for, um, which is a sermon and a half. And his first book has been adapted into a possible, possible. We hope and we hope and praying that everything works out. Cause you know how TV acts, but, mm-hmm. um, it's going to adapt it into a series, half-hour series, and it's just, like, watching people do their thing, just being who they are, mm-hmm. because we are here, as the great Oprah told me during an interview, we are here to master our own domain. That's it. Mm. Amen. That's it. That is what life is actually about. And uh, for those of us who have heard the call and taken the steps and doing the work to truly master the domain that we have been gifted, um, things like this happen. Like, you know, it just doesn't, it's not, to Lena's point, who I interviewed last week on real quick, it's not that God has favorites. It's just that people listen. 
you know, and not everybody does. So when you see the people shining and you see the blessings falling down, it is someone who is listening and taking the step. Um, not always the case. Y'all know how that is. You know, sometimes you'd be like, what? <laughs> but for the most part, I do believe that though, that is why that is why things happen to and for people. It is not sheer luck and all those things. It is definitely you obeying. So, hey, you better close out on that good note. You better close out on that good, proper note. Listen yes, and obey. You heard it. I hear the call to obey, to tell the stories, to bring joy. And um, I hope I'm doing that with real quick, with my comedy commentary, be like, um, and I hope that I will continue to do that with the projects that I'm planting seeds in and watching grow because there's a lot of stuff in the works, literally, a lot. Hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Oh, I love it. So where can we follow you if we haven't already and Instagrams, interwebs, all of that? <laughs> Instagram, the Danielle Young, T-H-E, Danielle Young. Um, that is, like, where my hub of me is. I'm building the uh, com. That is coming soon. Um, and there is it's just going to be the, the one-stop shop for everything. My videos, my commentary, my writing. Um, you can check out Madame Noir for that. Um, but also, you'll be able to see what I'm working on. So stay tuned. That site is on the way. And um, I believe, oh, Twitter. I'm trying to tweet. I am definitely a part of black Twitter. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm getting myself out there on, on the tweets. Um, and that one is Rapsodani, R-H-A-P-S-O-D-A-N-I. That was like my old school internet name before I decided to be my name. But I don't want to lose my blue check. So I'm still Rapsodani. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Why would I? Why would I change that? If I change my name, I lose it. So I'm like, why would True. I? True. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Good. Well, we will listen and we will obey and we will uplift. That is. Well, I guess we got the topic of the podcast today. Switch the game up. Yes, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for taking the time. As you guys know, with the quarantine streets, recording audio is tough. <laughs> okay, so we hope that you listen, you got a word, and um, and thanks for tuning in. Thank you to Danielle Young for being on the show today. Okay, thank you. Bye.